Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home, especially during this first week of Lent. So a blessed Lent to you. You know, we would love to hear from you. So if you're watching, please give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. If you're calling and you are outside North America, you could reach us at 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN. Dot com and check us out on Facebook. So it's Monday and you know that we always put a question out there. And this was the question. How does nurturing the spiritual discipline of recollection benefit us during the holy season of Lent? And I would venture to say, and you could go to this great website, EWTN.com forward slash Lent. And there are so many beautiful resources for you to participate to enrich in your Lenten experience. Father Joseph's E letters there that you can order. It's not yes. too late. And that's been lovely for me. I've been it's reading it. Meditations. And it's so beautiful. But, you know, how, how do we slow down and collect? Even at the end of the day, collect your thoughts. Um, how do we collect and or hopefully we are examining our conscience at the end of the day and just saying, what did I say? What did I do? Yeah. How did I do that? Um, what was my intention? Um, so that we could go before the Lord and say, Lord, cleanse me. Anything that I did do that I didn't mean to do or yeah. anything that I was supposed to do that I neglected to do, Lord, have mercy on me. And so it's a, it's a way, a great way, especially during this Lenten journey, to collect, to reflect, to slow down, to examine, to ponder, <laughs> to marinate um, on those things. And today is also President's Day. So happy President's Day. I know that a lot of schools and post offices yeah. and banks are closed. It was closed. always associated with Abraham Lincoln and George, and George Washington. Washington. But I guess it's bigger than that now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're grateful but for our good presidents. The spiritual discipline of recollection. That's what we're speaking about today. We want you to call us, email us, Facebook us. And uh, Lent is, is about in a big way. It's, it's always about the Lord Jesus Christ and getting ready for Easter but spiritual disciplines. And you don't hear much about recollection. And so I was reading one of the saints or a spiritual writer and, and this person said, you know, the first thing I want to do is really focus on recollection. And I thought, well, that's amazing. So uh, maybe, maybe you've never thought about that or maybe just do a search on the word recollect. It means to remember, mm -hmm. to remember. But it also means this focusing of all of our faculties, especially in the soul, to dwell in the Lord to be still and to know that he is God. How do you do that? Mm. What are the disciplines that help you to do that? And so there's kind of a, a discipline to learn how to do this, to quiet yourself, all the chatter. And then there's a, also a grace. It's called the infusion of the grace of God that, that, that you're able to, to get there. And sometimes that just happens without discipline. It's just a gift God gives. But when you do the spiritual discipline, then maybe you'll be infused with the grace of God. Just as well in the Lord, in the grace of his mind. How are you doing that? Mm -hmm. What helps you to recollect, to recollect yourself in, in the Lord, in his grace, in his power? And I also like that it means remember, and maybe we speak about this in the second segment. I guess we will, because time's kind of running out. Mm -hmm. How <clears throat> does nurturing the spiritual discipline 
of recollection benefit us during the season of Lent. We want to hear from you. We were going to have a guest on a share for a few minutes. She couldn't make it. God bless her. She wasn't feeling well. But we want to hear from you. What does it mean to recollect? What does it mean to be still? How do I get still? What are the disciplines? What helps me? Maybe it's the Holy Eucharist. Maybe it's adoration. Maybe it's something that you say about laying all the chatter down at the Lord's feet. What is it? 1-800-221-9460-205-271-2980. Give us a call now or email us. So we'll be right back. Let's talk about this area that this might be one of the most blessed lengths of our life to recollect ourselves in him. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Well, remember that today we're taking your questions and your comments on our show. So give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. Outside North America, it's 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at ewtn.com and check us out on Facebook. So this is the question. How does nurturing the spiritual discipline of recollection benefit us during the holy season of Lent. And then how, how are you making room in your Lenten journey, on this beautiful journey and the beautiful rhythm of our Catholic faith? I, I love Lent, I love the rhythm because it, it allows us that time, right? For 40 days in our Lenten journey where we think and meditate and um, read and hopefully we're having time where we're being more quiet. And so there's so much noise. There's so many screens in our lives. We always want to keep the screen of EWTN on. That's a great screen. Yeah. And that's going to enrich in your Lenten journey. Enjoy. But on EWTN.com mm -hmm. forward slash on demand, there's a whole section mm -hmm. on shows and, and different shows that, that are programming mm -hmm. all about the season of Lent. That might be another good resource. Yeah, and so you, you want to keep it on EWTN and also go to EWTN On Demand. Right. So mm -hmm. one of the things that we have to do on this Lenten journey is we have to make space. Everything has to be intentional. It's not just going to, like, happen. <laughs> you have to create the space. And so maybe, maybe if you go to work, that would be a time where you say, this is just an easy thing. No radio, no phone, um, I'm gonna do quiet. I'm gonna do quiet going into work, I'm gonna do quiet coming home from work, and I'm going to think about the Lord or think about things that, that happened in my day that maybe I want now God and the Holy Spirit to examine to say, could you have done that better? Could you have said that better? Could you have aided that person better in your workplace or that might be happening in your home and in your marriage? Um, Lord, so that we're quickened to the presence and the power of the Spirit in our lives. Now, we were going to have uh, Connie Rossini on, right. but she's not feeling well. And this is a quote that she said and that we really liked and we wanted her to talk about. But we're going to say the quote and then we'll just talk about it. 
When a man falls in love, he becomes preoccupied with his beloved. He does not require mental discipline in order to think of her. She becomes a part of everything that he does. And we are called to fall in love with God. The more we love him, the more we think about him throughout the day. We talk to him when we can, and we talk to him, we talk about others to him. We talk about him to others. This is recollection in the preliminary, a matter of love. And this is, this is what we do. And so, like, we talked about this. We don't have to fill ourselves like, okay, I'm going home to see Jim now, so I'm going to think of all the nice things about Jim. Mm. No, it's ever flowing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we work together in the same building, but you're far back in the office and I'm in the opposite yeah. end of the building. And I'll just come back if I'm walking by or I just come back with nothing to say, yeah. but just come by to kiss you. Yeah. And then I walk out. Right. That's all. I could do that. I'm his boss there. And so, and it's not sexual harassment or anything like that. And so. So bosses kissing their employees could be a problem. Right. But, but not when in, it's your When husband. you're married for 47 years, it's okay. okay. Right. So, but to say that and to say that, and then we also have the tabernacle at our office. Well, yeah. No, and there are times. At our pro-life center. At no. our pro-life center. I'll just go back into the tabernacle. And I just stand there and I just say to Jesus how much I love him. Jesus, I love you. I just love you. I love you. And, and that's all that I say. And I bless myself and I walk out. Because I'm filled with love for Jesus. I'm filled with love for you. And that's, that's how our love should be flowing, right? And, and you're a recipient of that. I'm a recipient of your love. And then our children and then hopefully our employees, and then above all that, our clients who come to us, our girls who come in unplanned pregnancies. So it's intentional um, to, to make space in our Lenten journey to recollect our own thoughts, that they would be examined by the Holy Spirit, and then say, Lord, now I need you to help me to be better. And then you fall more in love with Jesus because he aids you and he assists you. And then you fall more in love with him because he's making you the best version yeah. of you that you possibly could be because he created you. Well, we're hitting on a number of dimensions and we want to hear from you. What is recollection? That spiritual discipline and finally recollecting, being in the Lord, being still and knowing that he's God. How do you get to that point? What are the little ways that you do that to get there? On the other hand, Another aspect of recollection, and this is what Rossini's sharing about, what you're sharing about, is when you're in love, when a man loves a woman, maybe intending to marry that woman, and in my case, been married for 47 years, it's always happening with me. I don't have to go through a lot of disciplines. That's not a put down on discipline. It's about love. And you're so taken with that other person. So throughout my day, I know what I'm dwelling upon all day, thoughts of the Lord, and my wife. And so this is that love aspect. And we've been sharing this in the season of Lent, the Song of Solomon. It's not only about the disciplines and renouncing things and so on, that's all important. It's about hearing the voice of your beloved saying to you, come away with me, my beloved. Come away with me, my beautiful one. For the winter's past, the rains have ceased. Flowers are coming up upon the face of the earth. The sound of the dove is heard again in the land. God's saying to you, 
as your beloved. That's especially important for those of us who've lost spouses, that, that Jesus is your groom and you are the bride. Come away with me, my beloved, my beautiful one, and come. And if we get that, we can sense that, then, then the disciplines are less. Because right. <laughs> we're just so taken. And we can't even believe that he would speak this to us, especially men. It's hard to be spoken to like that. And so that's the aspect you're speaking about, this love thing that happens. But we also need, there's a lot of people that can't sense that, have difficulty believing that. You just have to discipline yourself to be still and to know that God is God and to believe what he's saying to you. I just believe it by an act of my will. It's a lot, a lot easier if it's emotionally there with you, mm -hmm. but it's not always there. So what does it mean for you? How are you going about this? We have a comment here. The spiritual discipline of recollection is vital in every person's life, believer or non-believer. And it helps us to make a U-turn from our sins so that we don't go further mm. in what is wrong and always straighten our paths through reconciliation, bringing peace with God and man. That's and that's Amalia from Uganda. And that's really true, well, right? Yeah, that's very powerful. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with the spiritual discipline of rec re recollection or recollection of ourselves, which is this deep intimacy. This person's making the point that recollection, that being in the Lord delivers us from sin. Mm -hmm. So you may not have got into your recollection to be delivered from sin, but if you are recollecting and God is there with you, the sin's got to go. Right. <laughs> it needs to go. It needs to be pushed out. So that's one of the benefits mm -hmm. of recollection. For me, when I heard that spiritual writer saying, recollection is going to be at the top of my disciplines. For me, recollection, when I, and even when I read it, it's about recalling. It's about gathering up. And I went to gathering up. Lord, what do you want to gather up in things that I've forgotten, mm. people I've forgotten, promises that I made? Whatever you want to do, let's show me. And in my life, I find that the things I should forget, I remember. And the things I should remember, I forget. And so what I need to remember the things God wants me to remember. and forget mm -hmm. the things he wants me to do. And so I spend some time sometimes when I'm still, and I say, Lord, what from my past do you want to remind me of? Now, he's not going to remind me about my sins. Of the goodness. But I, I'm, right. I'm often remembering things that I shouldn't remember. What do you want me to remember of what I've forgotten? What I said I would do? Things done or left undone. You know, what is it, Lord? I'm doing that in the Lord. It's not going to condemn me. But sanity is being in touch with your past. Not living in the past. Sanity is being in touch with your past, the fruits from the past, living right now. So I recollect myself, I'm alive now. And then setting my face towards the future, which I may not have, I may die that day. Mm -hmm. So the big deal is to get into the now, recollect yourself in the Lord and say, I want everything connected, Lord. That's good here. Bring that into me. What did I say? I, I forgot I made that promise. I forgot I said I never would do that. I forgot that I said when you were going through cancer, <laughs> there were some things that I said, I will never do that again because I cherish joy so much. Have I forgotten those things? And that's a part of the recollecting of ourselves. We have a call, Anne from Vermont. Anne, welcome to At Home with Jim and Joy. Your question or your comment? Well, my comment is that the providential uh, events in our life, and, and they, I think everything is divine providence. I don't think there's anything circumstantial or accidental or luck. It's all God directing our lives. In my life, I'm 85 years old. I'm a widow. 
I lost my husband seven years ago. But our life together was so uh, unbelievable. Yeah. The fact that we married was absolutely, uh, everybody thought it was a mistake. Um, I was a Bass Southern Baptist. I was uh, born in Arkansas. My husband was a Catholic, very devout Catholic from Connecticut. We were teaching in Germany. Uh, our friendship was short, short, a short friendship, and it wasn't the easiest friendship. There were so many things that we couldn't, uh, we didn't know what to do about our families, for example. So, but I, we married, and it has, it was such an incredible <clears throat> life, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that we had together. Mm-hmm. And so when he died, uh, of course I had to adjust to living by myself. But we both knew at the time, I think, that there was something for us to do, for me to do here, mm-hmm. that I could not do uh, married with him. Mm-hmm. And so my life for the last seven years has been a search for the direction of God, yes. and it's provided me the focus to be on my faith. Yes. And I cannot tell you how blessed I have been. Uh, he is with me in my heart and will always be with me in my heart, and we will be together again. The last Amen. thing I remember he said to me before he died was, I love you so very, very much, and we will be together forever. And he died on Ash Wednesday. I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. to look back on your life and to see Mm. how God has directed it in so many, in every way. And thank you so much. That is a tremendous, tender, informative sharing. Nothing else to add to that. May those who've lost, uh, especially their spouses, be so blessed by your sharing. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, thank you for all your comments on our show today. We always love to hear from you. And before we wrap up today's show, we're going to check in with beautiful Joan Lewis to find out what's happening in the church. Joan, what's the latest from Rome? Well, greetings, Jim and Joy from Rome. Now, it's going to be kind of a quiet week in the Vatican because yesterday at the Angelus, Pope Francis told the faithful in St. Peter's Square that that afternoon, he and collaborators of the Roman Curia would be starting their annual Lenten retreat. Now those collaborators, of course, include cardinals residing in Rome, heads of offices of the Roman Curia, and so forth. For the fourth year in a row, however, the uh, retreatants will not be going outside of Rome, but rather focusing their time on individual, personal, private prayer. And in the past, the Pope and his um, collaborators have gone to the Divine Master Retreat Center in Ariccia, about 20 miles outside of Rome. Uh, And the Pope started this custom in 2014. 
because he felt that if the collaborators in the Curia, the heads of all these offices around us, if they stayed in Rome, they would have a tendency to work more than to pray. So they have been in Aricia for many years, except for lately. By the way, this week, all papal events are suspended, and the Vatican announced the next um, public appearance of the Pope is expected to be on next Sunday, the Angelus. So 2020 was the last time that the retreatants were together in Aricia. Now, they were all together, but the Pope was back in the Vatican. He had a very bad cold, but he did write a letter to the Jesuit retreat master, Father Pietro Bovati, and extending his prayer and blessings to all. Pope Francis said, I'm accompanying you from here. I will do the exercises in my room following Father Bovati's preaching, to whom I extend my gratitude. I pray for you. Please pray for me. Now then, of course, in 2021 and 2022, because of the uh, pandemic, again, retreatants gathered in personal private prayer. And the same thing for last year, 2023, on invitation of the Holy Father. Now, retreatants for Curia members, ranking Curia members, actually can be traced back to Pope Pius XI. And on December 20th, 1929, he published the encyclical um, Mens Nostra on the promotion of spiritual exercises. And by the way, this was to mark the 50th anniversary of his priesthood. And in that document, he announced that he would be setting up annual retreat services for ranking members of the Roman Curia. In the beginning, this took place in the first week of Advent. But as you know, in recent decades, this now takes place, these retreats, the first full week of Lent. So on those words, back to you. But speaking of Lent, I hope you have a blessed and fruitful Lent. And a blessed and fruitful Lent to you, Joan. You're a treasure. It's good to know that the Holy Father, the Curia, <laughs> the leaders there are going away on retreat. It fits perfectly with our theme of the day, recollection. May you recollect wherever you are. May not be a whole weekend, might be a few moments. You may be in the hospital, the senior facility. You might be in prison. Be still, says the Lord. Know that I'm God. I'm exalted in the nations. I'm exalted in all the earth. Like a child quieted his mother's breast, so my soul is quieted before you, God. God bless you. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.